Hello. Oh, Kristen, are you there? Yeah. Sorry about that. I think we had a technical difficulty, but we'll just do part one and part two. But we were on the question of what are the biggest um, misconceptions that people have about finding love or about reaching out to a love coach? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I'd say that sometimes people see it as, you know, I have these issues. I need to... um, get an answer like should I do this should I do that um that it'll just be advice and and there are you know mixes of dating coaching out there that does you know give advice and you know that can be helpful but I know with my approach I really like to spend more time with people kind of looking at like what are some of the patterns going on in their dating history and what is it that is giving you results that you're not you don't really want that you would love to have, you know, a healthier way of relating to people. Mm. And so um, we spent some time, you know, uh, looking through, like, what are some of the things that you might be believing that could be getting in your way? Um, you know, maybe what are some of the attachments you might have to past relationships that are kind of, like, taking up your emotional space so that you don't have room for a new relationship? Um, so mm-hmm. kind of digging a little bit deeper into the underlying things so that you can um, feel like a freer, more authentic you to be able to get into a good relationship. So, Mm. yeah, there are, you know, pieces of advice that are good at times, but sometimes it's a matter of looking into the inner work of what's, you know, impacting your dating life. Wow. That's really good. That's really good. Yeah. Cause Mm -hmm. I'm, you you might be getting in your own way <laughs> and not know it or you have thoughts about what love should look like and that might not be realistic and I think that's really mm-hmm. important what you said is that it's not an advice column you know it's not an ask Alice but a working mm-hmm. together a partnership to to really see you thrive in your love life and in your relationship with yourself with loving yourself that's really cool it's not matchmake.com. It's a little different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's also interesting how sometimes when you start digging, like maybe you are frustrated in your love life and you come and work and do some coaching and find out how much it impacts, you know, if you can find growth in that area, like it'll impact not only that area of your life, but also your career and your finances and your and how connected it really can all be. Right. It's funny how all of it is really a balance, right? Like the aspect can can affect another realm of your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you might not know that. Yeah. Um, so what how do you think someone can, can can prepare for love? And can you prepare for love? Like again, sometimes we see these movies and you're, you know, they're at a restaurant and then boom, there's like these, you know, butterflies in the stomach and hearts <laughs> surrounding your head, you know, does love just happen or can you prepare yourself for love? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. I know we're so wired to see the rom-coms than with the, you know, the, the guy <laughs> that their eyes lock and it's all downhill right. from there. Um, yeah, that's a good question. I, I'd say, yeah. In fact, I was writing a blog on that topic this week. Um, called make the most of your singlehood so you can have the best relationship. Um, 
I'll be checking that one out. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. So I think, you know, as singles, it can get challenging, especially, you know, holidays. We just had like Valentine's and it can, it can be hard at times, but I think also it can be such a great opportunity to prepare, like you say, and, and some of the ways we can do that is just taking advantage of um, the relationships that we have now, like that where we have time to invest in family relationships, friend relationships, um, if we're involved in um, serving other people. Because so often what a relationship really is, is learning how to serve the other person and meet them where they're, where they're at. And so the more we give ourselves opportunities to practice that in other relationships and um, that can really help us to get into a place where we're becoming higher value. Like if we're a generous person, then we'll be attracting a generous person. You know, if we're, if we're an open and kind person, we're going to be attracting that kind of person. So I think just Mm -hmm. increasing the quality of our own life so that we enjoy our life and also like, our character is, is that that's going to attract a really good person too. Wow. That was great. <laughs> Taking yeah. notes. Yeah. <laughs> from yeah. That's, that's great. Yeah. Cause I mean, I think um, when we talk about, you know, I'm not in this area of coaching, but mm-hmm. just in general, I think that, you know, asking someone that is just walking down the street, they could probably, you know, say and contest to that. If they're a happy person, they don't really want to be around someone that's grumpy or (laughs) if they're a giving person, they don't want to be around somebody that's, you know, very stingy and counting every penny and like the Scrooge. That makes a lot of sense that you attract people, you know, what you put out is what you get in. That makes sense in the love area as well. Yeah. So sometimes people, you know, feel a little intimidated calling a coach because they feel like, man, I might be judged or uh, if you're coaching, that means that you're you're perfect and you <laughs> mastered uh, this area that you're helping out. And, and obviously we're all people. We all have our own struggles and we all have things that we're we have overcome or we're trying to overcome. So um, what is one of the biggest um, what is one of the biggest things that you have overcome when it comes to love in your own personal life yeah I know that's a great point because it's so true that we're we're people too living out this life and figuring things out um and yeah I'd say I mean the reason I've become passionate about this area of dating is because it's been one of the biggest areas of struggle in my own life and one of the biggest things I've had to overcome with past relationships is um, I tend, I have a personality where I tend to downplay my needs. Um, And so when it comes to dating, unfortunately I've attracted a lot of um, people that tend to be on the narcissistic side of, of relationship. So I've really had to grow and work on that, like honoring in my, in a dating process, like what is it I really want? What is it that I need? And like really learning to be kind of fierce about owning that in the dating process, because I've learned in the past, like if I don't, then people will just um, take, like they'll be takers and not, not givers in a relationship. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's been a huge area that I'm continuing to learn and grow. 
grow in. Wow, great. Yeah. And that really ties in, I think, to like your blog about, you know, embracing your singleness, right? Because I remember this pastor, his actually his name is 